Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue going through the book of Ephesians. I was speaking with someone this morning about this book. They had just uh, finished teaching it to a youth group. And we're just talking about the power of it, how you can literally go back and read it every day and glean more and more from it. So we're in the fifth chapter. Let me just set the context. The last episode, we were looking at the role of the husband. If you remember, we see at the beginning of this passage that we're all told that we're to be subject to one another in the fear of Christ, that we're to submit to one another as believers out of reverence for Christ. Then the very next verse says, wives, your own husband as to the Lord. The idea being that they submit, the wives submit to their own husbands. And then he tells a couple more things about the wives and why that should be. Then in verse 25, he says this to the husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. So we covered that in the last episode. Now here's the next verse, verse 31. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Let me read a couple of translations, other translations. For this reason, a man shall leave his mother and father and shall be joined to his wife, and the two shall become flesh. Then the King James. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and the two shall be one flesh. And this is actually a quote from Genesis. Hey, chapter 2 of Genesis. And that, that shows us uh, some interesting things right here. Quite often, particularly within the modern church today, uh, the truths of Genesis 1, 2, and 3 are just absolutely rejected. Okay, they're rejected. Uh, they are painted as, oh, well, that's a quaint little fable, a quaint little story that people from a bygone age had to have to where they would understand what the truth is. But we know better nowadays. And nothing could be, folks, further from the truth, okay? Nothing could be further from the truth. When we see passages like this quoting the Old Testament, what that does, that verifies the Old Testament. That supports the Old Testament, okay? That supports the fact that the Holy Spirit, speaking through Paul right here, believed what was said there. Jesus gave the greatest example of that. Uh, Jesus, uh, in several different places, depending on what was going on, but he referred to the things that are often the most divisive within the body of Christ today. He referred to Adam and Eve because he you know, said that marriage has always been like this from the garden. He referred to the universal flood. Okay? He referred to uh, Jonah and the fish story. He referred to Daniel as being a prophet. All these things that quite often people say, well, no, those were just fables and things. No, Jesus refers to them by name. 
He refers to those exact accounts. Now, what we're seeing right here comes out of Genesis 2. So I thought we'd just go over there and read that real quick today, okay? Let me get to it first. Here we go. Uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 20. The man gave names to all the cattle and to the birds of the sky and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper suitable for him. And that idea of suitable uh, means this, corresponding to him. Well, that makes a lot more sense, okay? Adam names the beast, and he looks, and he's finding all this. But, I mean, a dog's just not going to get it, right? Verse 21, so the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. Then he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh at that place. The Lord God fashioned into a woman the rib which he had taken from the man and brought it to her. Now, that, that word fashioned right there literally means built. It literally means that he built. I just love the way it translates into English because God made man, but he fashioned woman. Okay? He fashioned woman. And when you when you think of the idea of fashioning, you know, you're thinking of a craft, you know, of skill, of beauty, of wonder, of design. It's nearly like, okay, the guys are one off. Okay, you build this right here. But boy, the woman, God's going to fashion. But then listen to this, verse 23. The man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. And it, he literally said, this one right here is going to be called woman. Isha is the Hebrew word because she was taken out of man. Ish. <coughs> so he said, and this is not just a little uh, theological declaration, folks. Okay. There's some passion behind it. This is like, oh, wow, God. Yeah, this is it. This right here is one of my kind. This is one corresponding to me. This is one suitable to me. This is one literally fashioned for me. Now, watch what he says in verse 24. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were unashamed. For what reason? You know, we read it here in Genesis. We read it over in Ephesians. Read it a couple of places in Scripture, I think. For this reason. Well, it's for the reason that the woman was fashioned and made for man. And because of that, man needs to do something. Notice that it's man who leaves the father. And it's man who leaves the mother. And it's man who is joined to his wife. Okay? And they shall become one flesh. I had a pastor that uh, shared, you share all the time in a wedding is a certain phrase. I actually thought it was original with him. It turns out it's not original with him. I ran across it in a book, uh, I don't know, four or five years ago, and it's actually something from uh, quite a while back. But it's so useful because what you see here is a leaving. You see man leaving his father and mother. You see a, cl a cleaving, a joining together with his wife, and they shall become one flesh. There's a weaving. So you have a leaving, a cleaving, and weaving. And that gets stuck in my mind because it's such a useful phrase right here. So what's that saying in relationship to Ephesians? Remember what he had said in Ephesians that the husband was to do. The husband is to love his wife and love her as Christ loved the church because we're all one body. And then he quotes that Old Testament passage, for this reason a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one. That interprets that second chapter of Genesis for us. It also gives understanding that if, if that is being interpreted in that way, and if the Lord is using that, that it is real back then, folks. Okay, it's real. 
What's going on in the first chapter? What's going on in the second chapter? What's going on in the third chapter? Now, man's varied interpretations are subject to debate, right? But we can't just sit there and say, oh, that's just a, a little Aesop's fable, and that's not really for today. It is for today. So our final moments here. What is a man to do? A man is to love his wife and love her in the same way that Christ loved the church and that Christ laid down his life for his church and to nourish her, to cherish her in the same exact way. Because from the very beginning, this is the way that God planned it. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, as always, pass words about these times, okay? You can go to my website and, and catch up uh, previous episodes, the blog, and all that kind of good stuff, okay? I'll see you later. Goodbye.